0: On this powerful episode of Super Black, we're tackling Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel. Welcome, one and all, to another wonderful, beautiful, enlightening episode of Super Black. I am your host, Carl Waldron, and this week I am joined by two guests... Haley and Rocky, my adorable, loving pit bulls, who will probably be scratching and scraping along in the background. Uh, I can't do anything really about it. Uh, they're, they live right next to my microphone. They have nowhere else to go. So let's just jump right into it. We're talking about Kamala Khan this week. Kamala Khan is Miss Marvel in the all-new, all-different Avengers. So let me give you a little short uh, rundown of who Kamala is. Kamala Khan is a Muslim-American teenager living in Jersey City, New Jersey, uh, she's given her powers during this weird mist that engulfs her city while she's sneaking out of her house to go s- to a party. Uh, and she's given the ability to stretch and morph her limbs. She can make her fists really big, which she really enjoys doing. She can change her body's uh, form so she can look like people that she, she thinks about. Uh, she has a clear picture in her mind of what they look like. And uh, those are her superpowers. And when she gets them, her first act as this new super being is to change shape into her favorite superhero, who is Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. At that point, she realizes things have gone weird. She thinks she's actually become Carol Danvers and she doesn't realize that she's actually just making herself look like that. And it's her first foray into having powers and one more notch on her man. Life is difficult belt. So, the beautiful thing about this comic is that it's not only about Kamala dealing with supervillains and, you know, criminals and all that. It's actually more about this young woman, this young Muslim American woman living in a world where she feels very different. Uh, she feels very controlled because she lives in a very traditional household where her mother doesn't want her talking to boys and her father really, 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 really wants her head in the books and all Kamala's trying to do is figure out her life, figure out where she is in the world. You know, like a teenager. She The, the, the book comes off as a, in a, with a very Spider-Man-esque vibe where it's she's trying to find herself and then she's given this whole other mess of problems uh, that she fully embraces, by the way. But she has now these two lives, both that she's trying to not only reconcile but understand. Let me take a, a half a step back and actually talk about... The Miss Marvel role that she plays. So because she loves Carol Danvers so much and Carol Danvers being Captain Marvel, who used to be Miss Marvel, she picks the name Miss Marvel to pay homage to her favorite hero. Now I can't speak to how litigious a fictional character like Carol Danvers is, but I have to assume that she would have a problem with someone just co-opting her name without asking. I mean at no point does Kamala ever reach out to Carol in an email or Or, you know, drop a line to her saying, hey, guess what? I'm using your name. Hope that's cool. So if Carol even has one half-decent lawyer, she has a case. And Kamala's screwed. And I'm just saying. So the actual character of Miss Marvel is an interesting one because it has ties to Captain Marvel, who has a very strong, long lineage of different characters playing that role. So perhaps Kamala will one day become... Captain Marvel and be the first Muslim Captain Marvel. That would be pretty awesome. This Miss Marvel book does an excellent job of introducing you to Kamala and her family and really showing what type of person Kamala is and will be in the future. As a matter of fact, all of the characters in the story are very well fleshed out. You understand their motivations. You really understand Kamala's point of view. You can tell she's a giant nerd. She loves to have fun. These powers are are A new and exciting facet in her life, a life which she felt she was, uh, you know, very different and very, you know, since everyone else is, is is really the same, everyone in the school and she feels like an outsider. These powers, while not making her part of the group, give her something that she gets to understand and gets to have fun with on her own. And it allows people to see her in a new light. Like they see her and they see Miss Marvel and she feels powerful and and wanted and accepted and that's that's really it's what really what everybody wants. They want to feel like people like them. Even people that you walk in on the street and they say, Oh, I don't care if people like me, yeah they do. They're saying that because they they want you to say something back like, Oh, people like you. I never give them the satisfaction. But people always want that. And Kamala kind of finds that with within this superhero role. And one really Great aspect of her is that she is a nerd. She's a, a giant, giant dork. And there is a section in one of the, uh, one of the books where she runs into Wolverine. And I don't know about you guys, but Wolverine was a gigantic nerd influence. No, he was a he was an icon when I was growing up. He was the hero that I latched onto. He was the one that I didn't necessarily identify with, but I adored. I don't know what it was. Maybe we were the, because we were the same height when I, we were growing up or, well, I was never as hairy as him and I don't have claws. I don't actually know what it is about him that I really liked, but, uh, she feels the same way about Wolverine that I do. And when she meets him, she has a dork out moment. So much so that she actually takes a selfie with Wolverine. I believe in a sewer And while I am completely anti-selfie, since I don't think they're necessary, I would have to take a selfie with Wolverine if I ran into him on the street. And you would, too. And if you didn't, you'd be a fool. A damned fool. And I'm not talking about Hugh Jackman. Leave Hugh Jackman alone. I'm talking about the five-foot-nothing, hairy Canadian man with claws and a gruff attitude. That's the guy you take a picture with. Not with the... Uh, six foot tall sculpted actor. That's not Wolverine. That's not my Wolverine. It's not how I grew up, but I digress. So back to her being a nerd and why it's good for her as a superhero, or it might be a detriment. The moment she gets powers and realizes that she is now a hero or super powered. She dives headfirst into becoming a hero. She does what we all think we would do given the ability, the ability to save people. And that is go out and look for people to save. She's right on the money where, and I I made the parallel to Spider-Man. This is where they differ because when Spider-Man got his powers, the first thing he went to do is wrestle and make some money. She went out looking for crime, perhaps not the smartest idea for someone who doesn't even know the full extent of their powers, but it's admirable. Now I would be remiss in my duties if I did not mention that Kamala Khan is the first Muslim American character to lead her own book in Marvel. That's pretty great because now young Muslim American girls have a hero that they can look up to and see like I can be powerful. I can be super as well. And that that goes a long way because I don't know about you, but I didn't know a whole lot of Muslim American characters in comic books in general and Kamala leads her own book, a very well written, very sincere, beautifully rendered book. Like, I completely endorse this book. Go out and read it. It's very fun. It's really funny. Uh, Kamala is a great character. Her family is fully realized. She has all the problems you can think of that a teenager would have. So you can completely relate. I mean, there's no bad things about this book. I mean, if you're looking for. Something to marvel at the art and the story. The Miss Marvel book with Kamala Khan is a great pickup. And on the plus side, it'll open your eyes a little bit to the Muslim faith and how that operates. Uh, I knew I didn't know anything about that before I read the book. And now I know a smidgen, not enough that I can mention it on the podcast because I would just come off as an ignorant boob. And I do that enough already. I don't need to compound the fact. So that's the Super Black look at Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel. Uh, And I wanted to take this time to do something ridiculous because it's always fun to do fun stuff that you're never really sure will turn out. Uh, So I'm going to take this moment to do a little superhero uh, trading card power ranking for Kamala Khan. Now, if you've never heard of the Marvel trading cards uh, from back in the 90s, which I hope you have... They were these really fun, funky cards with uh, pictures of the superhero, like baseball cards, pictures of the superhero and their power levels on the back. And I always found them interesting. I collected them. And I always questioned why the power rankings only went up to seven. You know, there's a there's a wealth of numbers you can use to rank powers. Why only why stop at seven? Like, was eight too much? Was eight taboo? Could you not go to 10? I mean, everyone does 10, right? Something out of 10. Six out of 10 stars, like anything, but seven, that's such an odd number. And maybe that's why I did it. But again, I digress, which I do a lot. So we're going to base Kamala Khan's power off of the captain Britain, Marvel superhero card from 1991. So captain Britain had a strength of six, a speed of five an agility of two, uh, stamina, of five durability of six and an intelligence of two. So these numbers are so arbitrary. I have no idea what a two intelligence is, but let's, let's just go through it. So compared to captain Britain, I would say she's not as strong as him. So let's give Kamala a strength of one because she's a teenage girl and she, she didn't get super strength. So let's stick with one. Uh, captain Britain's speed was a five. This girl is not as fast as that either because she can't fly as far as I know. And she runs at normal speed. So let's give that a two. Maybe let's give it a bagel. I don't, I don't know what let's say two, strength, one speed, two, uh, her agility matched up against Captain Britain. Captain Britain's agility is a two. So let's scale it back for her since he can fly and, and do a whole bunch of other stuff. Let's give her agility a one. Uh, so Captain Britain's stamina is a five. And uh, I don't know how to measure stamina for her, like how, how much she can fight. Uh, let's see. She got shot in one of the comic books but recovered fairly quickly. So I think her metabolism's quick. So let's give her a four. Let's be generous and say that it's a four. Cause she could take a bullet and keep going. So her stamina must be okay. Uh, actually I'll give that to durability. I forgot that that was the next one. So l- let's say her stamina is a three. I'll be generous on that one too. Uh, but the bullet thing, definitely her durability is a six. Right. Or is that too much? Because in these cards, the Hulk would never have the strength of the max strength. He would always be like one below or even two below. So I never understood the the ranking. So her strength or her durability, if she can take a bullet, I want to give her a five, but I'm thinking it's a four. No, I'm going to give this girl a five. So compared to captain Britain, who had a durability of six. She has a durability of five. Good for her. And in intelligence, captain Britain had a two and, uh, she's a teenager in high school and all high school students know nothing. So I'm going to give her a one. So there you have it folks. That's our first superhero old trading card power rankings, uh, section, which I will name at some point in the future. So, again, her, her, her base stats are Strength 1, Speed 2, Agility 1, Stamina 3, Durability 4, no, 5, and Intelligence 1. Because she's a teenager, and again, teenagers know nothing. So, that is a wrap on Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel, and Side A of this podcast. Uh, please stay tuned for side B. We'll be right back with the rest of the show. Oh, we're at the break. Welcome to the break. It's Carl here again. And I just want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the podcast. I really, really hope you enjoy it. Uh, Kamala Khan is a very interesting, very cool, very fun, funky, fun, super fun character. And she's perfect for super black So uh, I hope you learned a little something and I hope you go pick up the book. Uh, You can probably find it on Amazon or if you go to your local comic book store, support comic books. Like go out and get physical copies. Those things are always fun and great to read, great to hold. And you can pass them down to your uh, children or your dogs or whomever you take care of. If nobody, you get to hold on to it yourself. So let's get down to brass tacks. If you want to get in contact, send a question This is an open podcast. I want to read emails from you guys. I want to hear from what what you're saying, what you're thinking about these heroes. So to get in contact with me, to get onto the podcast, go to superblack.co. Look in the top right-hand corner. There is a button called contact. Hit that button, fill out the form. I will get back to you. I guarantee it. I guarantee I will get back to you. So you can go to superblack.co and hit that contact button and fill out that form and I'll get back to you, or you can send a message through Twitter, SuperBlackPC. That is at SuperBlackPC. And I will get back to you there, too. You have no excuse not to contact me about this podcast. I'm, I'm waiting to hear from you. This is a commu- Let's get this community going. Let's start talking, guys. So, again, SuperBlack.co, contact page, and on Twitter. Thank you. Please continue listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back, everybody, to Side B of the Super Black Podcast. Side B will be considerably shorter than Side A because we're done with the hero worship and we're on to some fun stuff. And the fun stuff this episode is called That's the Black Guy. Now, That's the Black Guy came about because I always notice cartoon characters who weren't specifically African-American people, but you just knew that in that group, that was the black guy. So, this week's first comes from thundercats i'll just say that if you do not know who the thundercats are a brief explanation of them would be anthropomorphic cats with weapons that fought a giant old mummy yes it is as ridiculous as it sounds but when you're a child even the dumbest things seem cool and the dude had a sword so what was i supposed to do i love them so on the thundercats there was a character called panthro he was obviously the black guy why? He was the only one in there with a very soulful voice. He was the strongest guy there. He was, I think he was second in command. I can't remember because the cartoon was so long ago. But he was voiced by Earl Heyman. Those of you unfamiliar with Earl Heyman are completely familiar with Earl Heyman. You might not know the name, but you know the guy. The guy was Russell Huxtable on The Cosby Show. He played Bill Cosby's father. That's your mind exploding. Earl not only played the father on the Cosby show, one of the best TV shows back then. Not talking about anything other than the TV show itself. It was one of the best TV shows back then. Uh, And he played the voice of Panthro. Without even knowing it, that man single-handedly shaped my childhood. He was on one of my favorite TV shows and he was on one of my favorite cartoons, And I always wondered why I thought Panthro was cool. I gravitated towards Panthro. And you can ask my mother. Please don't talk to my mother. But if you were to run into my mother at some place and you said, hey, what toy did Carl drag around when he was small? She would say Winnie the Pooh. And then you would laugh. But Winnie the Pooh's awesome. But then she would say he also had this Panthro toy that he would drag everywhere. Now, I didn't get why I liked Panthro. I just identified with him more. I enjoyed seeing him on screen i enjoyed you know i thought he was the best character on the tv show turns out he's a black guy now i don't know what that says about me or anybody else but i just thought it was interesting so that is the first episode of that's the black guy i hope you enjoyed my ridiculous little uh trivia game and that will bring us to the end of of this episode, see, I told you side B would be considerably shorter. I wasn't lying. So, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, just a little house cleaning. I am still looking for a uh, a co-host. Uh, hopefully, one will materialize soon. I hope to to give you that. I know you're completely fine with just listening to my dulcet tones. I do have an amazing voice, but it'd be nice to bounce some ideas off of other people. So. If you guys know of anybody, you can send an email and get in touch and we'll see what happens. But I have some people uh, in mind, so hopefully something pans out soon. But until then, you're stuck with me, and I think that's all right because you and I are friends, right? Right? I couldn't handle it if you said no. (laughs) So please be safe out there, and I'll see you guys on the next episode of Super Black.